Maya doesn't get out much. And well, why would she want to? What with such an adorable and <laughs> well-behaved little boy. Now do I hug him and tell him I love him? <laughs> yes, sweetie. Now go back to my room. Yeah, I still get my $20, right? Yes, sweetie. Cash? Just go. Joan, I know you're trying to prove a point, but you just proved mine. We don't need kids when you can rent them for $20. Welcome back to Oh Hell Yes, You Could Have Been Anywhere, but you are here with us talking about the episode titled Between Brock and a Hard Place. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. I am Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. And this episode, (laughs) this episode was pretty good. Yeah, it was it was a standout so far. I think so. The writer of this is Veronica Chambers. Um, I don't recognize this name, but shoddy, shoddy funny. She came through. She said, oh, y'all don't be wanting me to write? I <laughs> bet. <laughs> bet. Shout out to Vicky Chambers. V-cham. Vicky. <laughs> I, I think it might be Vetty. Vetty, because it's Veronica, so. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, shout out to her. Roni, Roni Chambers. Roni Chambers. (laughs) Listen, I was dead laughing through a lot of these. These one-liners are like, you could make a hip-hop song. Like, you could make a Nicki song. Because some of the shit was just bars. bars. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I hope we get more from from Veronica later on in the series. But original air date, 11-17-2003. are we going to talk about Steph and his parents? <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into I don't think this is even getting enough like me. I don't know who the Currys are paying off because this ain't getting the media coverage that I think it should get. Why, well, why you know, Harris people is- are trying to give them the respect because I, I listen to a, I'm a Warriors fan. I listen to a lot of podcasts about the Warriors and I listened to one the day after the game, you know, where he soft launched his uh, his new woman at the, at the previous <laughs> night. <laughs> and they do a call-in show from fans and one fan called in and said hey are we gonna talk about the white woman that del curry was with last night and they were like uh we're not no, no we're not gonna talk about that so i mean Ooh. i think it's kind of like let's give them their business let's keep their business their business while their son is doing amazing things in the nba right now so they're kind of like NBA royalty, or they were before this whole situation started. Yeah. So people don't want to like disrespect them like that, but it is kind of weird that Del Curry's new girlfriend used to be married to Sonia Curry, which is these are the parents of Steph and Seth and Sadell. They used to be married to each other. Yeah. So, so so all my non-NBA girlies and guys, because I'm the non-NBA bitch, so this is, picture this, right? It's like wife swap, right? <laughs> Except <laughs> they know each other. Yes, they've known each other for years. And for some reason, recently, Steph's parents got divorced and decided we're going to date our friends' spouses. So now that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. FBI Mm -hmm. Twitter figured it out based off of some screenshots from the NBA game. 
and found yep. their their family photos and posted it on Twitter. FBI talk? <laughs> FBI talk, FBI gram, <laughs> FBI book. I don't know, but somebody <laughs> figured it all out. And I'm like, as soon as I found out, I'm like, you know what? They too rich for me. This is some rich shit. I can't. It, it's definitely given like swingers, but. <sighs> but if they happy, love is love. I always say it on this podcast. Love is love. So. Yes. Yes. You know, as long as they're happy, everyone's consenting to everything. They're there for their their kids still and their families are cool with it. Steph seems cool with it. He was dapping up the new boyfriend, his mom's new boyfriend the other day at the game. Okay. So they they've known about it before the media knew about it. We just found out the family already knew. Right. Okay. So. I guess a blended family. <laughs> some super blended, man. <laughs> oh, but anyway, let's get into some more drama this episode between Brock and a hard place. Etsy, go ahead and give me that cold open. Yeah, so Maya is checking into security. So out of the four seasons that we have been watching this show, we finally see what their security setup is like. Because everybody and their mama be going in and out of this damn building. That is one thing. Yeah, but we have seen it once. We've seen it when, um, what's his name? When William had his his jizz in a cup and he had to give it to his... um, Oh, yes. His girl, his sister's girlfriend and they had to check it and they didn't want to let him take the bag home without checking yeah. what was in it or some shit mm. they thought he was stealing computers <laughs> something like that yeah so we did see it once um but this time it's with maya she's checking in the security guard is flirting with her i just wish one of y'all would step out of line so i can just whip out my flashlight <laughs> Because you know they won't give a brother a gun. <laughs> you are so funny. And I hate when people do this. I hate when niggas do this where it's like, you have a job, you have access to sensitive information, and you're using mm-hmm. that as like some type of vehicle to date. Like, it's so irritating. Yeah. It's like money. It's um, one of those things that Maya should have filed a complaint about because not cool. Because he looked her up in the system, mm-hmm. found out where she worked, what floor she was on, and then was like, oh, shit, she worked with lawyers. Well, let me try to get in on that. Mm-hmm. She probably got money. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that is kind of like, ugh, doing a little too much. But do you mm-hmm. know who's playing the uh, security guy? Um, He looks very familiar, but I don't know his name. He's one of those character actors. He'd be everywhere. Black stuff, yes. Yeah, all the black stuff. <laughs> He's played by Joe Torrey. I know him mostly from the movie Poetic Justice. He plays Chicago. The the whack whack dude that uh, was friends with Tupac's character and they left him on the side of the road because he was beating on Regina King. Y'all remember that shit? Yes. Um, the woman beater. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We remember yes. him. Mm-hmm. All he do is brush his hair and beat women. So they left him on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> he always had that. I always had that brush. And that, that, that brown wooden brush. Yeah. Why dudes be brushing like like one gust of wind is just going to take the shit out? Like, you got black hair. It ain't going nowhere. It's going to stay. <laughs> like, whatever. But, yeah, Joe Torrey's done a lot of things. Def Comedy Jam, Tales from the Hood, Strictly Business. Yeah, black character actor on a lot of 90s black media. You know him. Y'all know him. Mm-hmm. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, so he's trying to holla. He asks her out on a date, and she's like, mm, no, I'm good. Actually, 
her exact words were, I'm not looking to date right now. Right. She says something of that nature. And then he goes, you, I know what you like. You like a thug passion. And I'm just like, why do niggas say stuff like this? It's just so crazy. <laughs> That's the one of shit. That's the type of shit where they don't got nothing else to say. So they say something that sounds so poetic, but it don't sound like a good poem. It sounds like a poem type of type of line, but not a good poem. <laughs> like thug passion. What the fuck? He basically so. he's basically saying that she like niggas who be running the streets, who for the streets. Yeah. Mm. He sees something on her that thinks that she would be down for that but uh she thinks he's funny she is kikiing with him so ugh. It, but sometimes women we gotta laugh to kind of get through the moment you know what yeah, i mean yeah like it's it's an awkward laugh like ah, okay give me back my id bitch let me get the fuck yeah like almost like self-preservation too like also it's mm-hmm. like i don't want you to think i mean and then come after me and stalk me so i'm just gonna smile a little bit to kind of get through this moment so you don't think i'm a bitch and like harass me later exactly a hundred percent even though i have every right to be because you using my information to try to like oh, holler us some 100%. shit like you have the right to be but, but some dudes be like taking that shit too far like oh so are you just gonna be mad at me i'm trying to be nice to you like they'll be they'll swing it they'll switch it around and make it seem like you the fucking aggressor in a situation so this is a continuation of last week's episode with brock and joan going to vegas at this point they're on their way back from vegas and we see them in the car again and joan has that engagement ring on her finger and she can't believe it she's engaged Mm -hmm. oh my god Mm -hmm. and she's talking about she's looking toward the future and she's talking about what she sees for them and what she sees in in their future as a as a married couple and then we'll buy a house together and we'll decorate it oh actually i'll decorate it and you'll say yeah, I like that. <laughs> and then after two years of us just thinking of nothing but each other and the remodel, <laughs> we'll open up our home and our hearts to a rescued puppy. No, wait. We should probably have the kids first so they can play with the puppy and grow up together. Mm. But but what's the, what's the problem, Etsy? There's a problem. Oh, boy, don't want no kids. Zero. Nada. Fuck them kids. Shout out to Issa. All of that. All of that. (laughs) Yo, I was like, damn. Damn. You almost had it, Joan. You almost Mm. had it all. Mm, Not quite. I mean, shit. He Mm. don't want no kids. So now what? What would mm. you do? It'd be like, well, damn, let me give you this ring back real quick. Let me let me put yeah, my seatbelt on. I mean, you gonna drop me off at the house? Okay, cool, cool. I got all my stuff. I don't need it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's something that you have to be very careful about because when a woman is pregnant, she's in her most vulnerable state. So if a nigga isn't 150%, 200% in, it's a no for me. Like if he even has those thoughts, I don't even care if he said it out loud. Like if he's like, you know what? What about not having kids? And you want kids? Don't do it, girl. Yeah. Do not any, do it. Any flicker of <laughs> of negativity or, or like second thoughts that you see in his eyeballs, run. Mm-hmm. Run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Ha- not wanting kids, as much as there's a lot of people who don't want kids. It's a thing. But it's such an anomaly. It's not very common. So... Mm-hmm. 
it should have been up to Brock to be like, hey, before we, we get engaged and everything and, you know, and possibly get married, I want to tell you something. He should have been the one to be like, yo, there's, yeah. you know, because that's not a common thing that people don't want kids. You can't yeah. just marry someone without telling them that. That's just or or say you're going to marry them or engage them mm-hmm. without mentioning that. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like. As much as there, are, I think that would be more common now in 2022, but 2004, baby, you still you still gotta say it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't even just be like, well, she probably don't want him either. Whatever, I'll just marry her or him or whatever. So this conversation was never brought up, and y'all got all the way to being engaged. So what never y'all the fuck is be talking about? How much they love each other and want to fuck each other right now. <laughs> that's all they was doing they wasn't talking they was moaning and making moaning passionate moaning sounds they wasn't talking about no kids or their future mm-hmm. and fucking behind dancing lobsters back mm. yeah come on now this both of y'all faults mm-hmm. so she don't know what to say she just her whole face just drops she's no longer smiling she looks confused and he looks over her and he goes uh so what are you thinking and she's like, I'm just thinking, here I go, jumping ahead again. And I'm like, yeah, here you go. But understandably, you thought yeah. you loved this guy. You thought you were going to start a life with him. Of course you can look to the future. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this is one of the few times where I'm like, no, Joan, you are 100% right. Like, if someone's asking you to marry you, then that means, okay, let's plan out. What are we going to do? We're going to move in. We're going to travel for a little bit. Then have the kids and the dogs. And da, 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 da. So mm-hmm. now, bitch, don't doubt yourself. You got this. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like, we haven't even gotten to the engagement party. And here I am putting us in the delivery room. Damn, that's poetic. Mm-hmm. That's real poetic. Mm. And she uh, reluctantly smiles after not saying much. And she goes, yay, we're engaged. Mm. so she's still with it she's still hanging on to it i think she mm. thinks i could change him mm. no worries i could change him Mm-mm. you shouldn't have to do that <laughs> you yeah. don't want a work in progress like ask tony she know about that shit that work in progress shit yep does she so uh you can tell she's not fine but you know she's gonna deal with it and she goes back to la and lets the girls know what's up she's at the mm-hmm. house I love seeing her house sometimes. It looks so cozy. They keep updating the um the decorations. The decor. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, it just looks more and more home like. I, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. But they, they first off, the girls feel misled because they thought she was gonna get married. Tony's making fun of <laughs> Joan's ring. Yeah, but this ring says I'm gonna get married. No, that ring says I'm embarrassed to be seen in front of Tony's ring. <laughs> Look, y'all. My ring had a baby. <laughs> oh, my God. That part was hilarious. Yeah. Shout out to you, Vicky. That was a good one-liner. She said her ring had a baby. <laughs> she said, oh, guys, my ring had a baby. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, we calling her Vicky? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's our <laughs> nickname for Veronica. Yeah. You know, we was going to call you Ronnie, but I don't know. That sounds a little masculine. I like Vicky. Yeah, but uh, they're still mad that uh, she went to Vegas to get married because they wanted to be a part of the wedding. 
but they still went to see some cool shit in vegas and joan's like well it's official none of y'all are invited to my actual wedding and tony says well if the size of the wedding matches the size of that ring there won't be any room for us anyway (laughs) no cap (sighs) tony why's she doing this this episode i guess it's just just vicky's uh writing it's yeah, just, that's Vicky with her one-liners. <laughs> she's fucking. But uh, Lynn stops being mad for a second and congratulates Joan on her engagement. And Maya's like, you know what? Congrats, you didn't settle. You got engaged to your enchanted love, and she's she's proud of Joan. Mm-hmm. And Tony says she prayed for it for Joan, so it's real, and she don't pray for nobody but herself. <laughs> and that's when joan tells them about the problem with brock which isn't really a problem it's a preference that he should have talked to her about earlier like it's okay to not want kids but not it's not okay to not tell the person is what i mean i feel like in this case it is a problem because there's something major that she wants that he doesn't and he didn't even tell her. Nigga, you was gonna get married to me and you don't want no motherfucking kids and you know that I want kids. What the fuck? Well, it isn't that he didn't know it, but he didn't ask either. You know? Y- yeah. Yeah. Like, but at I least, mean, like, that's a big, like, point of your of your marriage. Kids is a big point. And like you said earlier, there's a lot of people who don't want kids, but most people do. So it's like, knowing that, right i feel like omission is lying like not asking is like lying yeah and when when joan's about to tell the girls what's up she's like nah never mind well it's not really a problem it's it's more of an issue you know i don't i don't know why i brought it up you haven't brought it up (laughs) and i'm like bitch speak up why the fuck you don't want to bring it up all of a sudden you yeah joan tell all her business that's what I'm saying. All her business. Not this time she'd be like, nah, I don't want to talk about it. Nah, you talking about it. We talking about it. Mm-hmm. So when she tells the girls he don't want to have children, I like when they show Maya and Lynn and they kind of look up like, did you see it? <laughs> they say, like, oh. <laughs> That's really good, good camera work to show that. They look up like, what? And Joan's like, oh, it's just something he said. I'm like, nah, girl. <laughs> nah, he meant it. What do you say? That he don't want kids. She's like, it's just something he said. It'll change. Girl. No, yeah, that's that's what I, I would have asked her. What he said, girl. And what, oh, what, okay. we'll figure out if it's how he said nonchalant it. or not. Right. How he said it. Because <laughs> you don't want to have to change this dude. When you get with somebody and you're trying to get married, married, mm-hmm. they need to be already packaged and ready to go. Yeah, like, that changing ain't going to do you nothing. You are going to resent that nigga hmm that's why divorces are so common people be like oh i can change them or oh, i can change Mm-mm. her Mm-mm. you gotta take them as is and be like are you okay with this person as they are mm-hmm. right now for the rest of your life Oof. yeah that's why marriage is scary like when you in there it's hard Oof. to get out sometimes for the rest of your life especially if you have kids because then you gotta do the custody thing the child support thing and it's like mm-hmm Mm. so after joan says oh it'll change he'll change his mind maya says yeah when you get pregnant Mm. and she said darnell changed his mind when i got pregnant he was set to go off to a four-year college damn damn he's like like, goodbye dreams damn goodbye education (laughs) like what the fuck 
I felt bad when she said that. I'm like, damn, I feel bad. That's why Darnell's so angry all the time. Yeah. He wanted to go to college. So he always so upset for no reason. <laughs> That's probably why, because he was all set to go to a four-year college, make something of his life. Mm. And then he found out, mm. I mean, he, he shouldn't be mad pregnant. at her. He helped, he helped make the baby, so... Yeah, he done got bitches knocked up. You should have been fucking with a condom if you were so um concerned about, you know, not fucking up your future. So, um, we're at Skia with Maya and William. Maya's giving William the tea on the fact that she was asked on a date the previous day. Mm-hmm. And Tony walks up and she wants to hear the rest of the tea. I don't know where Tony came from. She yeah, was just, you know, TV land. I, I just stumbled on my best friends. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, y'all are here where we always eat. Oh, shit. But Tony's like, why you turn him down? And Maya's like, well, he's a security guard. And that's when Tony's like, oh, no, 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 no. Enough said, enough said. <laughs> I'm like, dang, Tony. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, would it's you date a security true. guard? Hell no. Child, listen. <laughs> Can we get past that whole stigma of black women not being allowed to have any motherfucking standards for anything? Like, it's okay if you want a man who's making a decent amount of money. I'm just saying. Yeah, dude. Men be having their preferences. They be and wanting, it's, it's a in, whole laundry list. Yeah. Fat ass, big boobs, flat stomach, this, that. Child. ain't slept with none of my niggas like ain't slept mm-hmm. with nobody actually I-, I want you to be a virgin when i meet you <laughs> but 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 a virgin but i also want you to be very well in bed which how can you be good at something without practicing exactly. anything like, what the fuck like this Child. is a lot so yeah we want preference we got preferences and plus who trying to be broke together like who trying to be broke together don't make no damn sense and like at least women's preferences actually like are is something that's tangible. Niggas is just vanity. Like, oh, I don't have to have a fat ass. I don't have to. Is yeah. the fat ass gonna pay the bills? Right, right. So the stuff that that we want is for like life security and longevity. Men want a, a lady that fuck them every day, and um, what else? And that'll cook don't and clean, take care of the kids. And it's like, uh... And don't do shit else. Don't got a life. Don't do nothing yeah. else for nobody but you. Like, <laughs> she don't go out, see no friends or family. She just stay in the house all day and don't do shit with her life but but serve you. That's what you want. A lot of y'all a want maid. that. They can fuck. Basically, you could hire a maid, but this will be the maid you fucking. Maybe they mama that they can fuck. Oh, man. That's the tea right there. Mm-hmm. Y'all know. <laughs> so we find out that Maya turned uh, Mr. Security Guard down flat because he's a security guard. And that's when William goes on one of his big rants about black women. That's what's wrong with black women today. It's not good enough for a man to just have a job. He's got to have a college degree and a six figure income to get anywhere with you trifling women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nigga. I ain't trying to be out on the streets, William. The fuck, bitch! What, what about when you have kids and you and you can't fucking work, girl? See, yes, we thinking about the future. The fuck, don't That's nobody so want to be with a broke dude like Todd? No, don't nobody, nobody, nobody. But on the whole, in general, yeah, we don't want to be struggling. Um, I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> yep. 
he's like y'all um we all gotta be like that to get anywhere with you trifling women bitch who do you think you are i mean exactly. on paper to be honest on paper william got it all but his personality is so trash his personality like, is trash that's why he got left at the altar bitch yeah he had left a lot of places. Don't nobody want him. He afraid he ain't gonna have kids because don't nobody want him. Mm-hmm. He finna yeah. um coerce Lynn into we gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's the only way it's gonna happen. He gotta offer her a place to stay and shit. That's the only way some girl gonna wanna be with you. I'm ta- I'm telling you. <laughs> but um William calls Maya classist and egregious, which I think that's objective because no, she's she's not classist and egregious. She's realistic and realistic (laughs) and smart realistic and smart and planning for her future Mm -hmm. she got a kid and she's a single mother well kind of a single mother right now she's divorced so she can't be with no security guard that's another mouth to feed basically exactly and she's trying to go back to school Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. but when calls maya classes and egregious Tony gives Maya a huge hug because she's so proud of her for being so. Welcome to the right side of the tracks, girl. Now we can hang. <laughs> we already hang. Well, now I can tell people. <laughs> That's another good one. Like, no, Vicky, you are a girl. Shout out to you, Vicky. You had home you run after in. home run. You ain't missing. We're going to try yet. to get you on the show. We're going we're gonna to see where you at and try to, try to do some deep dive and see if we can get you on the show. Um, <laughs> oh, this might be the funniest episode from here, like since the the whole series started. To me, I, yeah. I never laughed this much. Yes, like I really had like laugh out loud, out loud. during this yes. whole episode. So Maya Maya changes her mind because William convinces her, Ugh. and she decides to give this dude, the security dude Melly Mel, a chance. And William's so excited. I'm like, are you this dude's pimp or something? Like, William, like, goes, yes. What's in it for you? And I'm like, um, and that's, I see this with a lot of niggas. Like, they'd be excited off of other niggas. Like, you know it's not you, right? Like. Yeah, you're not, you're not getting any. Why the fuck are you so invested? I think it's just a guy thing where you want to see your homies just get in there. I don't know. I don't even know if girls are like that. I don't think girls are like mm. that. Men are so easily impressionable by other men. Like, niggas will legit not fuck with somebody just because they niggas said, oh, no, why you fucking with her? Like, it's just, they're just so weak-minded. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah, my, my boys don't think you're pretty, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dump you because, yeah, mm-hmm. like my, my boys don't think you're cute. Who cares what your boys think? Do you like the girl or not? Like, you want to <laughs> fuck her or you want to fuck your boys? Or do you want your boys to fuck your girl? Because oh. your boys shouldn't like your girl. They shouldn't even have an opinion about how she looks. They should be like, yo, as long as you happy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's above me. Yeah. So we see Brock and Joan. They're in her house. She's sitting up on the counter while he feeds her food, which is like any other time. This could be sexy. It could be a really cute scene with two people who love each other, but they don't need to be together. These people, these people do not need to even be trying anymore. But mm-hmm. she has a blindfold on. He's feeding her the food. She has to guess what's in it. Tomato. Mm-hmm. Scallop. And um, why don't you want to have kids? And she takes the blindfold off. Okay, Joe. But he makes a really good point, which he should have said this earlier. This is a really good point, but it's just too late. He says, When I look at our life together, I see us traveling the world, eating out, sleeping in. Wasting entire weekends doing nothing. 
I just don't see kids as part of that picture. That's just selfish. Well, maybe it is. But you know what? When people know in their heart of hearts that they don't want to have kids and they have them anyway, that's stupid. I'd rather be a little selfish than stupid. Mm -hmm. Which is very admirable. That's a good point. I mean, a lot of people have kids because they think that's the natural step next. And they don't want the kids. At least he's being honest. Well, mm -hmm. he should have been honest earlier, but, you know. Mm -hmm. And Joan's like, what are we going to do? Sad to say, y'all should break up. But he says, don't worry. We'll figure it out. You're a lawyer and I'm an agent. We'll figure out a way to close the deal. Mm -mm. This ain't a game, Brock. Like, what mm -mm. the fuck? Mm-mm. <laughs> Because there's no middle ground. It's not like they can get married and she can have a baby at like a sperm bank on her own and raise the kid. You know, like, you know how like some people come into relationships with kids already. Right. And they're taking care of their kids on the side outside of the relationship. Right. She can't even do that. She can't do that. No. Nope. There's no middle ground. No. Nope. So that's that. So what happens uh, the next day with Jabari? Joan gives Maya their tickets to see... I forgot. Some jazz artist. I don't know. Keith Some song. jazz yeah. person. We're going to call him Keith Sweat, right? Nobody. We're going to call him that. And of course, that means that Joan has to babysit Jabari. She's trying to convince Brock to have a kid by her bringing Jabari over and babysitting and having them bond and do whatever, 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 whatever. Joan is really trying here. She even has uh, Jabari talking in his white voice. Hi, Mr. Brock. How's your day? Fine. How are you? Who are you? My name is Jabari, and I am very well behaved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very proper. <laughs> We've never heard Jabari talk like this. This is nope. it, hilarious. Very hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, yeah, she gave away their tickets, which I would be pissed if I got all dressed yeah, to go to a concert and like, you just gave away the tickets to hang out with some kid, bitch. Fuck? Joan. <laughs> she said Maya doesn't get out much. That's why she gave the tickets. And she's like, well, why would she want to get out more with this adorable, well-behaved little boy at home? And Jabari is a dumbass because <laughs> he turns to Joan and says... Now do I hug him and tell him I love him? Mm. Come on, Jabari. You gotta wait. You gotta wait till we, we not around him. Mm-hmm. Can't count on children to lie. She's like, yes, sweetie, just go back, back to my room. And he's like, and I still get the $20, right? Cash? Damn, Jabari. Mm. That's what we doing. So he runs off, and obviously Brock, Brock knows what's up. He knows mm -hmm. what she's trying to do. He's like, I know you're trying to make a point, but you just proved mine. We don't need kids when we can rent them for $20. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good point. And she's like, I just want to show you what you were missing. And Brock just wants to be a rich uncle. He don't want to do this dad shit. Right. He want to be the one that like takes the kid for like the day and gives the kid back to the parents at the end. Right. Because he had that when he was growing up. When I was growing up, my uncle Marcellus and my aunt Honey were the coolest people I knew. They taught me about art. Took me to Spain, introduced me to jazz, and they can do all of that because they chose not to have kids of their own. And we can be all of that for all of the kids in our lives when we want to. And when we don't want to, we don't have to. <laughs> we get the best of both worlds. And I'm like, that, I've never heard like 
a better way to explain why you don't want kids. Mm-hmm. It actually yeah. makes sense. Like, it don't sound like, yeah, I don't, I don't like kids because they, they, they're terrible. It's just, I want to get the most out of my life and be able to, like, do fun shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Um, I think that his issue isn't not wanting kids is him acting like or being under the pretense right that he is okay with it not telling her that he doesn't want it so you're saying he's wording it weird saying that he doesn't like kids nah he's not wording it weird i think that the issue was he could have said all of this before and not have to have this explanation now yeah, because it wouldn't have even gotten to this point. Y'all wouldn't even be together. Exactly. Most likely. Feeding her food in her in her kitchen. Exactly. And whose room is that in this next upcoming scene? Is that her room or his room? That's her room. That's her room. That's her room. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We've seen it before. That's a... Uh, I'm happy for my friend was take, took place in that room. Oh. I'm happy for my friend. Yeah. I'm a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> 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 happy for my friend. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Iconic. <sighs> so, Brock's making points. He's framing it very eloquently. He's trying to be a salesman. He's an agent, so I guess that comes into play. And um, at that very moment, Jabari comes running out of the room, and he says, Auntie Joan, I got some bad news. Somehow, water spilled all over your laptop. And that's when Joan turns to Brock and goes, Spain, huh? Mm-hmm. I would be fucking livid. Mm. Whew, mm. You spilled what on my what? Mm. It's a wrap for that laptop. Oh, mm. that shit gone, girl. But next we see William and Lynn. They are at Blue Bar. William and Lynn are at Blue Bar, and William is like, oh my gosh, Joan is about to get married. She can't get married before me, which, why are you competing with your woman friends for anything why do you care yeah it's like why do you fucking care like these niggas with they bitch like behavior i can't but yeah <laughs> so doesn't it sound like a woman like oh my gosh you can't get married it does me. it's ah. like it's like how joan was with tony exactly so yeah. lynn is like oh well that's that on that what's it got to do with me and William is like well i mean i heard through the grapevine that maya finna kick you out in a month and Lynn is like, um, maybe. What's it to you? And William is like, well, if you get married, you could live here for free. Well, because you'll be my life, duh. And then Lynn is like, because <laughs> <laughs> you'll be my life, duh. Right. <laughs> and Lynn is like, well, shit. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> Where do I sign, bitch? Um, right. Damn, that's hard to turn down too. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. Shit. I mean, I'm like, I'll marry you shit. The fuck? Especially when you about to be homeless. You about to be homeless in a month. <laughs> and we know you live with Maya. You don't got your own bed. You sleep in the bed with Maya. Yep. <laughs> so yep. you could you could marry William real quick and live in a mansion. She's sleeping on a pullout couch with Maya. Mm-hmm. So but it's crazy that like we said it earlier, William has to has to use this um what's the word? manipulation tactic coercion yeah bribe her. bribery to, to get her to marry him he can't just be a good guy and and love a woman that way 
to mm-hmm. get to marry before uh, Joan. He has to bribe a damn near homeless woman with a place to stay rent free. <laughs> so, um, oh, Lynn's thinking about it. She's very, very close. She's very convinced. Let's say that. Next, we see Maya's date with Melly Mel. <laughs> this is the funniest scene to me. <laughs> she she talks about how she turned him down initially because he was a security guy and she apologizes to him she realized she was walling out that's not cool and he appreciates her owning up to her feelings and you know she's having a great time with this um with Melly mel great time on their date he's talking about how he watches oprah and oprah talks about professional women dating blue collar men it's a new craze of sweeping the nation mm-hmm. and you know they have a little bit of banter about some shit it's just cute banter where they're going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. He likes to watch TV. And then uh, he asks her, you know, so what law school did you go to? And she's like, oh, no, no. I'm not an attorney. I'm an executive assistant. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, a secretary? <laughs> and she's like, <clears throat> um, an executive assistant. And she seems kind of embarrassed about it because he made a big deal about it. That sounds, that job sounds fine. I mean. Yeah. Not, not a security guard trying to throw shade. Exactly. Like, you got some motherfucking nerve, bitch. Just like, nigga, you can't even go upstairs. I can go upstairs. You got to stay down at the bottom and let people upstairs. Right. How about that? So, he don't want to date no secretary. Um, He want to be a stay-at-home dad. So he can't, he wanted to, he thought she was an attorney and that she would pay for his life. So, you know, it's funny how they mirror that with like Lynn and William. Yeah. How he's going to marry her and just let her live rent free at his house. Right. And that's exactly what Melly Mel wants. Right. <laughs> but Maya's not with it. Right. Yeah. It's very interesting writing. I was like, child, this nigga, he want to talk about, oh, there's an epidemic going on with working class women and blue collar men, and you looking to be a bad bitch. He want to be a bad bitch. He looking to be a bad bitch. Yes, he's looking to be a <laughs> stay at home bad, bad bitch. bitch. <laughs> that's that's what he's doing. That's what he wants, at least. Ooh. So that scene ends. He leaves. He asks for the check, and he actually I don't even know if he asks for the check. I think he leaves Maya with the check. He asks for the check, but then he doesn't wait for the check to come. And then he leaves. And this yeah. is why I say that, like, uh, especially these women who have decent jobs or high-paying jobs, stay away from broke niggas because they just attract, like, low vibrational, very much giving leech user yeah. energy. Please, this That's is what That's another happens. reason why, as women, you, like, if you have a job like Maya has, where she works in a prestigious law firm, even if you're a secretary, executive assistant, whatever, don't date beneath you, because Mm-mm. this is what you get. Mm-hmm. Date on your level, because mm-hmm. these dudes just want to sit at home and play play the game. That's mm-hmm. what they want to do. They're looking for a sugar mama. Uh-huh. So, no, now we're back at Skia. It's later, actually. We see a different table. It is, um... Sharon Upton Farley and Joan. We haven't seen her in a long time. How have you been, girl? Hey, where you been, <laughs> Sharon? I never thought we'd see her again. I swear. Um, I didn't even know her and Joan was cool like that for her to be having lunch with Joan, but I guess. 
Yeah, I guess. Well, they. I think the last time we left off from Joan and her, they were, they bonded over the fact that Sharon didn't want William anymore, and I don't know, Joan something. I don't know. They were having lunch, so mm-hmm. this is kind of follows through with that. I'm loving Joan's outfit here: the big hoop earrings, the blazer, the collar popped underneath the blazer. Mm-hmm. Super Hair pulled cute. back. I'm loving it. So Joan wants to have lunch with Sharon because she got a. She got an intimate question to ask Sharon. Sharon thinks that she's trying to, uh, what, get an orgasm or some shit? Yeah, she thinks she's trying to ask her about, like, orgasms. <laughs> so she pulls out a car and hands it to Joan. Uh, it's Mama Gina School of Womanly Arts. Uh-huh. And she's basically like, this school teaches you how to own your orgasm. <laughs> uh-huh. And there's a prerequisite class called uh, Discovering Your Vagina, which uh-huh. is wowza. Okay. But she's like, no, 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 I ain't want to ask about that. I want to ask about children and the fact that you made the choice not to have any. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Joan, what the fuck? <laughs> Why you said that? Why you assume that? Because she know. older? I don't know. There's a lot of different, you know reasons why someone may not there's reasons there's different ways to get kids now and have kids yeah oh my gosh that's a big assumption yeah and i think that's too personal too y'all not cool like that like for you to be excellent yeah it doesn't seem like they are like that that, that's something that she could ask her but um (laughs) sharon's surprised she is like what and joan says well I just assumed since you were past childbearing. Excuse me, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know her actual age, Joan? Like, what the fuck? She said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> I always assumed that she was a little bit older than Joan, but I don't, I don't assume that they have a big age gap for her to be acting like. I never like. assumed that either. It doesn't, I mean, you know, black don't crack, even, even shades that are lighter, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still ain't think she was that old. Mm-hmm. How old do you think she is that she mentioned it like this? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that Sharon was, like, given, like, maybe, like, a 33, 34. And isn't Joan, like, 30, oh, 31? Really? Joan's, like, 32 or something. She's I 32 thought, now? I thought that, um... I mean, we're not going to see every single birthday. Yeah, yeah, but, like, in, like, TV land. She's 32 now? So when the show started, she was just having her 29th birthday. Mm-hmm. This is season four. Mm-hmm. So I thought she's at least 33, 32, something like that. Okay. So I would probably give old girl maybe like a 35. I thought like 30s. 36. Something but like yeah, that. yeah, it could be late That's 30s. what I thought, at least. It could be that, but too. I guess not. I guess, I guess, I guess she's older. Right. But, um... Sharon just starts like almost crying (laughs) and Joan gets it she's like oh shit I'm sorry I didn't mean to imply and she's like imply what that I'm barren and that my uterus exists only to house and nurture my fibroids oh my damn anybody said all that but okay a lot of information and Joan tries to bring it back to her she's like well I just wanted to ask you it's just that I met a man and he wants to marry me (laughs) and well (laughs) and he he doesn't want to have children well at least you've got <laughs> oh it's funny as hell because it just keeps she just keeps piling it on uh, mm-hmm. it's it's great comedy great comedy and joan's like well i was just wondering if it would be if life would be fulfilling without children 
<laughs> Damn. So you assume. Oh my God. Just all the assumptions are just really disrespectful to, to Sharon. But Sharon's like, Oh, of course. I mean, look at me. Don't I look fulfilled? But she's crying. She's like openly sobbing at Skia. Mm. And that's that. That's mm-hmm. the scene. That was a good scene. Yeah. Shout out to the actress that pays Sharon. She's another one to be in the, all the black yes. films, black TV Anne shows. Marie Johnson. Mm-hmm. Anne Marie Johnson. I know her from In the Heat of the Night. That's when I, growing up, that's where I saw her the most. I used to watch it with my grandma. Is that the same woman that was in Half and Half? Like that plays the mom? Yeah. That's her. No. <laughs> Oh, that's not her but they do look alike I they look alike though no they cap. do okay. that's why I, when you said it I'm like oh she thinks she the mom I see what you're thinking um, <laughs> nah that ain't her <laughs> <laughs> but next we get the scene at Joan's house um, it's her and Brock they're getting ready for bed and she's wearing like those pajamas that like lumberjacks wear <laughs> <laughs> it's them pajamas you wear when um nah didn't tlc had on something like that except theirs was silk in the theirs was silk though nah if you don't wear you gonna do that you gotta go silk you can't go she went cotton mm, yeah you the know you gotta go silk. <laughs> so there it's the ones with the pants you got pants and then you have the button up long sleeve with it yes people usually wear them for christmas to have like cute you know photos. pictures for christmas yeah family situation. photos because they yeah. fit everybody they fit kids grandma grandpa whatever so she's getting ready for bed and brock goes brock sees her in these pajamas and goes well guess i'm not getting none tonight mm. and she's like well i wouldn't want to risk having your baby oh that's like, a good Damn. one vicky you on a roll girl you ain't missed yet <laughs> yo vicky was like bitch Vicky. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> that pin game's strong. So he goes, good night. He turns over to sleep. And she's like, oh, you don't want to talk about it? He's like, no. I'm tired of talking about it. And she's like, me too. And she claps. She has a clapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so... I always feel like the clapper, when people have that... I've never seen somebody in real life have the clapper. I've always wanted it as a kid. I thought me it was the coolest thing ever. Now we got Amazon amazon lights and shit yeah now you can turn turn the the lights off with your phone but that this was the original one the clapper yeah if you did this i don't want to get up to turn the light on i just (laughs) want to clap this shit yes and then she's about to go to sleep but she claps some shits back on she's like nah i'm not done talking and she's like she gets up and says you know what i don't want to end up resenting you Mm. and she said that i started resenting you the moment you said you didn't want kids she said i want to raise kids not resentment and uh she loves him and everything wants to spend the rest of her life with him but they want different things mm-hmm. and she takes the ring off and she sits it right beside him and he's like i'm not taking it back well then what we gonna do what we gonna do all right nigga i'll take it and pawn that shit you ain't gotta tell me twice i was just trying to be cordial by um <laughs> taking it off but <laughs> oh my bitch you taking this fucking ring or I'm getting some money out of it. Like mm-hmm. using it for my, my um sperm donor appointments. Oh. <laughs> or she could just ask William. Like have a baby with William? Yeah. Why you not? Really think a kid with William If you finna have you really a baby wanna, by you really a sperm wanna donor. Give birth to William's spawn. I mean, I think that will like make the process faster than spending thousands of dollars at a fucking sperm donor might as well 
right? Yeah, true. You already got a guy who's ready and willing. Yeah. Who really wants a kid, too. Yeah. And he'd be giving his sperm to um the sister, the sister's <laughs> girlfriend. Nigga, he, he know what time it is. <laughs> giving it out like like it's uh, like homemade pudding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he doesn't want the ring back. She says, I can't imagine life without kids. I tried. And he gets up and he storms out of the room and says, I'm not taking it back. And he comes back in. He's like, okay, so here's the deal. We will have a small wedding and we'll use the money that we save to do a month in Italy. We will see Vietnam. We will safari in Tanzania, okay? Then when you're about 35, 36, we'll settle down and you can have your baby. My baby? Your baby. Your baby? Your baby. Oh, I told you. You know what, Brock? You know what? Fuck you, Brock. Get the fuck out of my bed. Your yeah. baby. And she's That's like, so your baby? He's like, my baby? Damn, it's a baby. Mm. You imagine Mm-mm. that child is born no, like, and finds out he wasn't even wanted. Like, Mm-mm. yeah. Mm-mm. Your dad didn't want you. And let me tell you, you something. If you got niggas that's talking like this already, because niggas already don't do shit when they actually do want a baby. So when they don't want mm. a baby... Let me tell you something. It's gonna go from zero to negative fifty. Okay? <laughs> like it's gonna be like <laughs> Yo, all he had to say was your baby. It's a wrap. So when that baby's born and you bring the baby back from the hospital, you be like, hey, hey babe, can you uh get up and change the, the diaper? Oh no, no, that's your baby. Mm. I ain't even want it. You can get up and change the diaper. You can feed the baby too. I ain't doing that. I won't sleep. That's your baby. Nah. Mm-hmm. tell him to get the fuck out please just l- tell him to leave yeah now so um she looks at him when he says and says dang you know god is so funny i've been praying for my enchanted love every day for him to send me my enchanted love and he sent me you maybe it was just to restore my faith that this kind of love is possible for me that's a good way to look at it. But she says, I can't marry you and I can't change you. Mm. Why would I want to? You're perfect. I'll tell you one thing. These these bitches out here acting. They is acting. Yeah, I like the girls this episode. The comedic timing, boom. The one-liners, boom. The dramatics, boom. I mean, it's the comedy. It's the drama. It's the dramedy, you know? Mm-hmm. Even Malik Yoba. Malik Yoba is in here he plays brock guys if you don't know you should know he even it's like a different type of acting like it's just like fucking soap opera kind of thing like yeah. the scene with them in the bed and her explaining like i don't want to change you and i can't see my life without kids and here's your ring yo they are really giving mm-hmm. man i really wish they'd gotten awards mm-hmm mm. But yeah, I'm glad they picked him as Brock because ever since he's been in a scene with her, every since ever since they met in that romantic comedy style in the rain, <laughs> it's been like a soap opera. It's been dramatic and he handles it very well. So he accuses her of giving up on them. And she said, somebody once told me not to settle for good enough. You know who said that? Brock. Yep. She used his words against him. Mm-hmm. Yep, see Brock? He got mm. tears in his eyes. She got tears in her eyes. So he goes to sleep. She stays up all night thinking while he's sleeping. 
And then she leaves the ring next to him and she leaves the bedroom and goes sleep on the couch. I'm like, girl, it's your house. It's your bedroom. You got me fucked up. A bitch like me would have tapped him over the shoulder and said, Mr. Man, (laughs) you you ain't. (laughs) Mr. Man. (laughs) I mean, now that this is over, I I ain't going to kick you out per se because it's late. But I mean, you got to sleep on the couch, my boy. Like, yeah, like I gotta you, stretch. I'm not leaving my own bed and letting him have the bed and me go mm. sleep out on an uncomfortable ass couch. Fuck mm-hmm. you, me. Mm. But she Jones, so she do it anyway. Mm-hmm. She goes out on the couch. She's wearing baseball socks. I don't know why. That's weird. Like she finna play or something. I noticed that. <laughs> that might be all they had in wardrobe that day or something. But um, mm-hmm. he leaves out the room. I guess he heading out. Before he leaves, he go over to her while she's sleep and put the ring on her finger. This happened in a Tyler Perry movie. Remember which one? Oh, was it Diary of an Angry Black Woman? Diary of a Mad Black Woman. <laughs> oh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, it was that <laughs> one where Kimberly Elise wakes up in the morning. <laughs> And she she about to wash her face and everything. She turned the water on and she put a hand in her hair and she like, what? There's a ring on her finger. And he turns around and goes, I know you don't believe in fairy tales, but if you did, I'd want to be your knight in shining armor. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, your mama. <laughs> I used to, you know, I used to have the biggest crush on him in high school. Shamarmo is fine. Yeah, he's he's not ugly now. He's just older now. Yeah, he 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 for somebody mama now, but I mean back then <laughs> he for somebody mama, <laughs> somebody grandma. Yeah, because because we're 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 past adolescent age. Anybody could be a mama now. True, that's very true. Oh my god! Yeah, that's why I be trying to like whenever I say like somebody in her twenties is dressed like somebody daddy. I'm like, you very well could be somebody daddy actually. <laughs> You could, you know what I mean? It ain't like you 17, 16. You're a fucking 25-year-old dude. Y'all know what we mean. Y'all be out here dressing like somebody grandma. It's it's aging you. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, shout out to friend of the show, Shamar Moore. Shout out. Mm -hmm. So that's the end of that scene. I guess she keeps the ring because he he won't take it back. And uh, we get the final, final scene. We see William and Lynn at the Justice of the Peace getting married. They getting married with, with with ring pops. Which shout out to ring pops. Oh, them shits was good. The Dang, green yeah, ones. It's been a minute since I had those shits, man. So they getting married with them, and William finds out that Joan and Brock broke up, and then Lynn goes, "Yeah, I heard." And then William was like, "Excuse me, you knew, and you still like went ahead and let me marry you." And Lynn is like, "Well." Yeah, because Lynn Searcy's credit card got cut up at Taco Bell. Oh my god! Yeah, you putting Taco Bell on credit? <laughs> <laughs> Them two dollar tacos? I mean, on credit? Like I don't know. That's when you down bad. I think I don't. I feel like credit cards are for like big purchases, like to like yeah. you know. Yeah, Chile. Taco Bell. Okay, but Lynn Dent. This credit card accepted everywhere, period. So that's what you get, William. That's what you get for bribing somebody who don't got much to marry you. Now, of course, she ain't finna tell you that they broke up. Yeah, I mean, she got her ticket. Lynn is a go-with-the-flow type of girl. She says she. 
She's like, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on that because I know what you're gonna do. You gonna you gonna shut this marriage shit down, and I need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. You know. So Lene say nothing, and you know what's funny? I love the part in the scene where the priest or the the guy who's officiating it goes, "You may now kiss the bride," and he looks at her and goes, "We'll do that later." <laughs> <laughs> So legally, William and Lynn are married. Mm-hmm. I find it weird that he got a phone call that Brock and Joan broke up. Like, was Joan just making the rounds and calling all the friends and saying, hey, hello, just want to let you know that me and Brock broke up. All right, bye. And who called could have been him? in the group chat. Was it Joan? Was it the one of the other girls? Was it Maya? Oh, wait, I guess we wouldn't know who it was. I assumed it was Joan. Yeah. So that's that they are now mr and mrs dent he got what he wanted he has a wife so there he goes and that is the end of the episode mm-hmm. and next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode every episode we pick an, a part of the of the episode that we just watched and uh pick which moment made us go oh hell yes so etsy what's your oh hell yes moment Mine is when Joan is telling Brock and officially breaking up with him. And she goes, you're great, just not right for me. And she uses his line, which was... Somebody once said to me, not to settle for good enough. I said... Yo, I can't with you. That's my oh hell yes moment too. It's right here. Oh my Mine says it in my notes. Oh hell yes. When Joan used Brock's words, Brock's own words against him. Yes. Because he <laughs> couldn't say shit after that. He couldn't say shit. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. like, damn, I did tell that bitch that. I did tell her that. What was I thinking? I say that. Mm. So, you know what? We'll see what happens. I guess that's it for her and Brock. At least she know now what kind of questions to ask a dude before she try to get engaged to him. Mm-hmm. Mm. The questions just keep piling up with these niggas. First is, do you got, you got any bitches pregnant? Then it's, do you want kids? You got sex then addiction? How many bitches you gonna fuck? 300 bitches? Oh. 300? Not 300. <laughs> Oof. Oh, God. Joan, Joan. But good luck to you. You'll find somebody. You'll find somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, hit us up on social media at Hell Yes Girl. If you got more stuff to talk about um, about this situation with Joan and Brock and anything else that we might have not noticed, um, hit us up there. You can also talk to Etsy Rowe at Etsy Rowe on Twitter as well and <laughs> at Etsy Rowe on Instagram. Uh, make sure you go on to apple Podcasts and spotify and give us five stars on apple Podcasts. you can leave a review and we will read your review live on our show i say live like we're not recording this shit and i want to chop it up <laughs> like this ain't Y'all a, know what like this a fucking radio show that's on at 11 p.m every night like it's trl <laughs> yeah like it's trl or some shit um next episode is called don't you want me baby Mm. don't you want me baby so we'll see if it's more brock or who wants the baby or what the baby is but we'll see what that is i haven't rewatched it yet so we'll see Mm -hmm. what that's about all right this is nettie smith and i'm at zero and we will see you next week bye